Blog Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. celebrating our 125th year as Rockaway's newspaper, making us the fourth oldest newspaper in New York City. So it's a big year for us, and if you're can, if you picking up the wave every week, you see that we are celebrating 125 years every week with a special, a special little column every week. And then, uh, of course, coming up uh, this spring, we're going to have our 125th issue, which is just amazing. If you see some of the um, PDFs and stuff that we're working on, some of the artists that we're working with, and uh, some of the writers that have uh, joined us for this effort. It's a, it's a very exciting time for The Wave, and it's a very exciting time for Rockaway uh, because so many things are happening, so many things are, are, you know, uh, are cooking, and uh, what better way to, to talk about that, to promote that, to discuss it, then have our good friend Alex Zablocki. He's the executive director of the Jamaica Bay Rockaway Parks Conservancy, and he joins the podcast this morning uh, to talk about some of this exciting stuff. Uh, good morning, Alex, and welcome to the program. Mark, thanks for having me. What a great day to uh, to have this today for the start of spring. So we're we're yeah. ready for some warm weather out here in Rockaway. That's for sure. I don't think we're going to get it today, but that's okay. You know, it's uh, it's always fun. You know, March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb. So I'm hoping that that old uh, wives' tale, that farmer's almanac, uh, you know, piece of advice, uh, cliche, certainly uh, comes into play uh, this time around. So, um, you know, uh, you and I uh, have discussed, you know, you coming on the podcast to do this. and And frankly, you know, like a lot of people, when you hear about, all these different ways that, you know, the city or private developers or other people can, uh, you know, get involved with what's happening here. Why don't you just tell the, the folks uh, that are listening and that will be downloading later uh, about what a request for expressions of interest is, the RFEI, uh, and what it means to what you folks are trying to do uh, with the uh, conservancy. Yeah, so a request for expressions of interest is really um, a, a stage where you gather information uh, from various uh, individuals, such as businesses, nonprofit organizations, government agencies. It could even be an individual that maybe wants to start a business or just has a really great idea. Um, what this will lead to 
um, is the planning out of Gateway's future in Fort Tilden East and Reese Landing um, to then put out a request um, for proposal so that the uh, National Park Service can actually bring in vendors to reuse buildings. So um, what the National Park Service has put out is a request for expressions of interest for Fort Tilden East and Reese Landing for the reuse of 12 buildings um, that are currently right now sitting vacant um, out on the peninsula. And it also includes the 85 acres of land around it. And what they're looking to do is bring in users of these buildings and the land that will provide multiple day experiences, um, possibly overnight accommodations in the form of lodging and camping, um, and connect the buildings and the land around it to some outdoor recreation, environmental education, arts programming. The Rockaway Artists Alliance has been out there for quite some time, but enhancing that art programming as well, um, maybe some special events, and of course, improved transportation and access to the park. And, and before we get into some of those specific ideas, um, I know that, you know, this is Rockaway. <laughs> I am the editor of the wave. So whenever, anytime, anything um, uh, of this magnitude uh, is, is proposed, you know, there's always going to be, well, what about us? You know, what about what's happening here? Uh, and you talk about, you know, some of the things that happen at Reese Landing, and I'm thinking primarily of, you know, the Rockaway Beach Volleyball uh, League and, and that longstanding group. I mean, would, it, would, would they ever be affected by something, you know, that comes along uh, for, you know, for some of these plans in some of these areas? Well, right now it's just the data gathering stage, so that's what's great about an RFEI is that anyone can submit a proposal and provide information that would best inform the National Park Service um, of what their plan should be in the future. But in terms of um, a current use that already exists, um, we also have the whale watching tours that go out there. There's um, Gateway Bike and Boathouse as they're kayaking out of there. I don't expect to see those uses change. In fact, there may be opportunity for those uses to be further enhanced with any future uses of the buildings or the land around it. And when I was out on a tour of the vacant buildings about a month ago, there were local groups on the tour looking at buildings to say, hey, we would love to have an office here um, and have staff here for our games that we play on the, on the ball fields or on the soccer fields. So I, I think local groups are seeing the opportunity. Um, and why I wanted to come on your show today was to make sure we cast the widest net, um, that people understood it, that they understood um, that this RFEI was open to anyone, all ideas. You don't just have to have a business idea. Um, so that National Park Service has the most information so that they can best inform future requests for proposals um, so that when these buildings are used in the future that they meet the needs of the community um, as well as the park. Let me just get a little specific here because I'm a little confused. I'm looking at some of the maps uh, that were sent to me. And um, so I have a question because I see something on the map. Now, Neposit, the Neponset nursing home site, you know, that's obviously been a, a bone of contention um, about what's going to happen uh, with, that, with that nursing home site. Uh, is that part of the RFEI? It is not. So this is just the area of Fort Tilden East and Reef Landing. Um, so it's a very narrow area if you, and we'll send the link to your viewers after the show. Um, the site in Fort Tilden is called The Post, 
um, and that's Fort Tilden East, and that's complemented by Reese Landing on the water side. It's 12 buildings in total. Um, the buildings are listed in the RFEI. So it includes the administration building for those longtime Rockaway residents may remember this building was used for some time by the Jamaica Bay unit of the National Park Service. It's as soon as you enter off of the firehouse um, into Fort Tilden. Um, the post office, the Marine Patrol office, and other buildings um, scattered throughout the, the post area of Fort Tilden East and Reef Landing. Um, the chapel is included in this as well. Uh, so what, they, what the National Park Service tried to focus on was this strip of properties um, from the bay side to the water that had a number of vacant buildings that could be utilized um, by various uses to further enhance um, the park and open things up to, to the public um, almost on a year-round basis. One of the things that you talk about, and again, we're speaking with Alex Ablocki. He is the uh, executive director of the Jamaica Bay Rockaway Parks Conservancy, and he's joining us here to talk about uh, basically the idea of helping to shape Gateway's future. And, you know, you'll see um, a special uh, op-ed column uh, in this uh, Friday's wave by Alex and Lauren Cosgrove, who's from the National Parks Conservation Association. And basically, this is kind of an imprint version of what we're talking about today. And one of the things that you, I guess, both of you refer to in, in this op-ed, Alex, is that uh, you're hoping for uh, an organization or someone to come in and create a interbay ferry service to and from Reese Landing. Now, is that, is that uh, do you want the city to be involved with NYC Ferry? Is that something that uh, would interest you to talk about that, you know, to talk about that with, with them, to engage with them, or would this be something different where you would want another company uh, to kind of come in and, and work separately? I mean, how do you how do you folks envision uh, what you're looking for there? It, it could be. So first off, um, we've been for years working towards trying to get interbay ferry service in Jamaica Bay to better connect. Um, the various um, parks that make up the Jamaica Bay unit of the National Park Service with each other. So, for instance, if you're a resident of Brooklyn or even a resident of, of the Rockaways, you can't easily access other parks within the system um, without a car. Uh, public transit doesn't um, directly connect to them as well as they should. Um, biking, you can, uh, you can connect by bike, but sometimes it's difficult. Uh, for many bike users. So this is an opportunity for us to connect the parks, and it's not something that's so unheard of in the National Park Service system. If we think of New York Harbor ferries to the Statue of Liberty or Liberty Island, um, Ellis Island, and other areas across the East Coast that have parks similar to this, um, this is not a new concept. So what we feel here is the opportunity where we could bring in a vendor in one of these buildings that complements its uh, service inside a building or on land um, with some waterborne service like an interbay ferry service and potentially if they're making money off some type of concession let's say it's a bed and breakfast um, that they could pay the cost of this interbay ferry service that then all park users could use or it could be something where a route is looked at that New York City Ferry Service is working on, New York City Ferry is working on um, to potentially make another stop within the National Park Service system or some other operator. Um, so all of those ideas are on the table. Um, with our letter that we have running in the paper this week, 
with the National Parks Conservation Association, where we're looking to just get the word out again, cast that net to as many groups as possible. We've been speaking with some ferry operators to make sure they understood the RFEI, that they knew it was out there on the street, and that they could respond to it or potentially um, connect with other groups that might be responding to the RFEI to say, hey, if you want to take over the building um, and provide this service, that's great. And we could provide this service by water. Um, so let's marry our proposals. And once the National Park Service has all of that information in front of them, I think it will better inform um, future RFPs to officially use these sites for certain types of uh, uses, and that could include interbay ferry service. I just want to let people know, as I look at the proposal, uh, there's also, uh, and forgive me if you've mentioned this already, uh, the RFEI area also has, in addition to the buildings uh, that are there, that the different structures, uh, there's also 60 acres of open space, uh, primarily in the post area. I think you mentioned that already. Uh, so that, you know, there's really, I mean, when you think about um, the possibilities, the potential, um, you know, there's so many things that are possible there. So uh, it is really in your best interest to get as many, uh, you know, eyes on this on this situation as possible. Uh, and I want to remind folks that the, you know, that the, the this this process is open until March 30th. So if you go to www.nps.gov. Uh, slash gate slash request for expressions of interest for Fort Tilden and Reese Landing HTML. Uh, if you go there, uh, and you, of course you'll be able to get the link. I'll send out the link via social media on both the Waves Facebook and um, Instagram and, and and Twitter accounts as well, so that people you know can can take a look at what uh, the potential is. Um, but before we get back to that, Alex, I do want to ask you. A couple of things. Uh, you know, uh, I remember when I first came to, to the wave and, you know, so many of these different groups, um, you know, there's so many of these different groups that are out there. And so, like, my question to you is, is what exactly does, you know, because there's the Jamaica Bay, uh, you know, this and the Jamaica Bay that, what is exactly the JB, uh, the JB uh, RPC and what, what, do you, what do you folks do? Sure. So we're a public-private partnership. Um, we were established in 2013, and we're dedicated to improving the 10,000 acres of public parkland found throughout Jamaica Bay and the Rockaway Peninsula for residents and visitors alike. Um, we try to collaborate as much as possible with the various nonprofits that you're alluding to in the Rockaways and on the Brooklyn side of Jamaica Bay um, doing work out here. And we work with our partners at the National Park Service and the city parks department um, to expand public access, increase recreational and educational opportunities within our parks, foster citizen stewardship and volunteerism, preserve and restore natural areas, um, including the restoration of wetland and wildlife habitat, enhance our cultural resources, and ensure the long-term long sustainability of the parklands. And um, we were founded uh, to try to bring together these two massive um, entities, that's the federal government, National Park Service, um, and the city park system and be the bridge as a public-private partnership to um, help them improve the parks and in, improve the visitor experience. And since 2013, we have been doing that throughout the Bay in both Brooklyn and in Queens, working with our partners um, at both agencies 
um, to improve public parkland and bring new programming into the park. Many of you viewers may remember um, in 2014, the Rockaway Arts Festival out at Fort Tilden celebrating the reopening of the park um, post Sandy. Um, so that's sort of our biggest splash, I think, in the community. And since then, we've done work on the Brooklyn side in uh, Marine Park, Canarsie Pier, Canarsie Park, but then in Far Rockaway um, just last summer, cutting the ribbon on the beautiful work that was done at Bayswater City Park with the Natural Areas Conservancy as our partner, um, creating that new mural, the Jamaica Bay theme mural off of Bay 32nd and Beach Channel Drive, um, putting in a new trail system at Bayswater City Park, and then also installing new barbecues and picnic benches, and various other projects, which are all on our website, jbrpc.org, um, various other projects throughout the peninsula and Jamaica Bay. And we have an exciting year coming up as well um, with many more projects on the horizon. Um, so as an organization, we try to work with as many partners as possible. Um, the American Little Society here in Jamaica Bay is a very close partner of ours, um, the Rockaway Artists Alliance, another partner, the Rockaway Waterfront Alliance, um, we've worked with and we'll be working with this year on a few things. Um, so we're working with various partners um, in the community uh, to try to further our mission, their mission, and really improve all of this open space um, that we're so blessed to have here in um, the Rockaways in Jamaica Bay so that we make it better every single year we're doing this work. Um, and this RFEI will help lead to making it better also in the future, and this is a process. Um, and this is the first step in a lengthy process that will shape Gateway's future out in Fort Tilden and East Atlantic. You know, it's it's funny, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, working with these different community partners, you know, the WAVE does, you know, a lot of work with uh, RWA. We we do a lot of work with Don Reapy uh, and the Literal Society. We also work with, you know, the Jamaica Bay Eco Watchers and the Mondays, and we try to, you know, certainly um, do what we can to promote, uh, to, you know, engage people and let them know what's going on uh, with those different groups, the beach cleanups, the bird walks, all of the different things that make this, you know, your, your kind of backyard, uh, Jamaica Bay, the Rockaways, the parks, you know, kind of let people know what's happening and engage them. I think it's important to get them involved in the RFEI because I think one of the one of the great things about Rockaway and, and Jamaica Bay and, and and this and this community uh, is that there are so many people like the Reapies, like the Mundies, like yourselves that get involved. What I do see though sometimes is maybe sometimes the message doesn't get out to enough people. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today because you know, uh, I have such a, an amazing experience with all of those people that I mentioned and the things that they do. And then sometimes I hear, you know, you know, not, not often, but sometimes I hear, well, people will say, well, I didn't know about that. And had I known about that, you know, I would have, you know, certainly uh, attended it or given my uh, two cents and so on. And, you know, of course, my, my, <laughs> You know, my my response is always, well, you know, you read the paper, you find that stuff out. But, you know, obviously, you know, you want to have a diversity of delivery. You want to send as many, uh, you know, get as many eyeballs on, on every project uh, that you are putting out. So, again, folks, um, you know, we'll have uh, the link uh, at the end of the show. We will certainly put it out there. It will be in the paper. Uh, and we'll also have it out on our social media. Alex, 
What are some of the things besides this? This is obviously a huge thing that you're working on, yeah, this RFEI. But there's got to be some other stuff yeah, that, that is to, cooking. Yeah, we, we have some other stuff. I just wanted to say, and I want to make sure you visit your viewers um, know this, is that the response deadline was originally February 23rd, um, and we work with the National Park Service to extend that to March 30th at 1 p.m. for exactly the points that you raised. Um, we want to make sure every single person knows about this, and we went very local with this. And that's why I'm, I'm so thankful for you having me on your uh, podcast this morning so that anyone who's listening will get the word out to the local community. It is important here. Um, we don't want just the people in the know to know. We want everyone to know um, and to submit their ideas. So uh, the National Park Service um, did extend the deadline for that reason, so we have time here. And it doesn't have to be a complicated submission. This is, this is fairly straightforward. Um, so I just wanted to thank you again for that. No, I look, you know, this, you don't have to thank me. It's my job. I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm not, if I'm not having folks like you on the show, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, here's, here's a question, though, and I'm sure you're going to have the, I'm sure you're going to have an answer, but it just popped in my mind while you were talking. Um, have you have I know you went to the Rockaway Business Alliance event. I, I know I've seen you at other events. Um, do you go to the community board meetings or the civics to let people know what's happening? I mean, I know there's a Bell Harbor Property Owners Association meeting tonight. Uh, I know that there's the you know the precinct uh, community council. And even though it's a it's a police related, even though it's a you know NYPD related event, you know you have two events tomorrow night, Wednesday night. 100th Precinct uh, Community Council, 101st Precinct Community Council. Um, you know, do you get out to those? Do you, do you have folks from the, uh, from the JBRPC to, to go out and to let people know what's going on, or is it something that you do more of an you know, online outreach? No, so we, we certainly do. Um, first off, we try to get to any meeting we can. We're a proud member of the RBA, by the way. Um, and we're looking forward to the work they have planned over the next year um, and want to get more involved in that. It's really exciting stuff coming out of RBA. Um, we do work closely with the civics. Um, we met about two weeks ago, I'm going to say, with the Bayswater Civic Board um, to discuss some projects we have over in the Bayswater area of Far Rockaway. Um, so we have met with their civic in the past um, a few times. I've gone to other civic associations, the Jamaica Bay Task Force meeting I presented at the last one. Um, I go to all of those meetings. Um, I try to get to as many meetings as possible. Uh, of course, I can't be everywhere, um, but I also speak directly with the uh, civic association presidents and the community boards um, themselves, either the district managers um, or the chairs and the local elected officials to keep them abreast of what we're doing. Um, but certainly if, if I'm not there, I probably know about the meeting, and because of our close public-private partnership with the various agencies, um, Porsche, our good friend, uh, the Rockway Parks Administrator, who I work very closely with, will attend many of these meetings, um, or other staff, um, to let me know what's going on and let our organization know what's going on. Um, otherwise, we're there if we're presenting. We, you know, we're, we make sure that we make the time to meet with these groups and uh, work with them as closely as possible. Well, look, Alex, I really want to thank you for taking the time uh, to be with us today. If there's anything else you'd like to let people know about before I let you go, uh, now's, now's the time. Let them know where, where to go, what to follow, and, and where to keep touch uh, with what you guys are doing. 
Sure. So um, all information on our organization can be found on our website, jvrpc.org. Um, we are on Twitter at JVRPC. We're on Instagram at JVRPC, and we are on Facebook, JVRP Conservancy. You could find us there. We have a lot of events coming up this year um, and over the summer. We're working on some exciting stuff with parks, which we'll announce soon um, over the summer months. And we have a lot of volunteer events coming up, which will be loaded on our website. Um, some are already on our Facebook page. Um, we'll also be having um, some programming out in the Far Rockaway community starting in April, um, which is exciting. All of this information can be found on our website. We'll make sure, Mark, that we send it to you. Um, so that it's out in the press, and we, of course, will work with our partners to get information out. Um, but to all your viewers, if you haven't been out to the parks lately, um, now that it's spring and we're looking at 6 to 11 inches of snow, it may not seem like the best time <laughs> to go out into our parks. But I'll tell you what, when it's like this and we, I see it's going to be kind of windy out tomorrow, we know the surfers are going to be out there. Um, so yeah, after they're, the surfing, they're insane. After the they, you know, it's funny. Yeah. They are insane. Uh, we did a... Um, Last year, we have, a, we have a cover photo that Nancy Herman, a good friend of ours, took. And it was um, during the blizzard that we were supposed to get, but we didn't get. And there's this, it's called the blizzard that sort of was, that, that, the blizzard that was and sort of wasn't. And there is this picture of these giant waves with this little tiny surfer. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I, I'm in front of a fire, like, wrapped in blankets, and these guys are out, you know, surfing like lunatics. But, uh, you know, it, it really was a pleasure to have you on the program, Alex. And uh, definitely you, anytime, you're more than welcome to come on the program to promote any of the programs that are coming up. And I uh, look forward to talking with you and connecting with you in the future. Thanks so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. That was Alex Zablocki, the executive director of the National, excuse me, of the Jamaica Bay Rockaway Park Conservancy. Um, and, you know, along with... Uh, the National Park Service, they are putting out this request for expressions of interest for the reuse of those buildings and land at Fort Tilden East and Reese Landing in Gateway. So look for more uh, of this conversation, more of what, you know, a little bit more direct of what everyone was talking about uh, in this week's edition of The Wave comes out every Friday, just 50 cents. And we are celebrating our 125th year as Rockaway's newspaper. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, hopefully the snow won't hit us so hard. And we will see you next time on Riding the Wave. <laughs>